Republican for the first time ever in a historical special election yesterday. Yeah, it's... Is this the beginning of the red wave? Or, be cautious. Be cautious. Do not get complacent. Uh, and uh, there's another thing. I mean, a bunch of things I want to go over here. But uh, but also, how you should respond anytime somebody brings up the separation of church and state. Yeah. You're going to want to hear this one. That's right. We got this and so much more here to go over today on the Joe Padula Show. Absolutely. Doesn't wonder what it's like on the ground in Afghanistan. He's been there, serving our country and defending Lady Liberty. Absolutely. It's the Joe Padula Show, Clarksville's conversation. Yeah. Vocal fry. What's up? My name is Joe, Joe Padula, host of the show. That's right. War veteran. Afghanistan, Kandahar. Yeah, yeah, I'm involved in a new war, the culture war. Guess what? You're serving with me on the front lines, side by side, shoulder to shoulder, or those in Afghanistan, Shana Bashana, which means shoulder to shoulder. I'm trying. What's up, Pay? Nothing much. Hot outside. Yeah, hot outside. No doubt about it. But uh, hey, uh, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. We do got some great things to go over. And uh, as we help arm you with information. That's right. You don't want to, you know, YouTube will will take that. Be like, oh, look. Look, he's arming them with information. (laughs) That's right. I know you're sick and tired of, of things going to crap. I know you are. I am too. I know you're sick and tired of prices keep going up on on items that you need. (laughs) You know why that is, really. Policies that have been put in place to increase the price of diesel fuel, which all of these trucks that bring all of your stuff back and forth from plant manufacturer to distributor to store, right? All that's diesel, baby. Diesel. Foot through the roof. You're looking at six to seven dollars a gallon for diesel. And these truckers are like, <laughs> listen, I, I, I got a family too. So guess what? My prices go up. So then they go, oh, our prices go up. And then the store goes, our prices go up. And then you're like, damn it. And then you go to gas up. And you're like, why are these prices up? Well, supply and demand. Yep. And there's certain people in certain offices and administrations that said, we're going to shut this down. They said it. We're going to we're going to we're going to end fracking. We're going to end the drilling, the, the blah blah blah. Don't, don't don't ever believe any other lies. They said it live on the debate stage. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> uh, we got William Davis checking in. What's up, William? How are you? Good to have you, brother. And uh, he goes, "Sick and tired of being sick and tired and being sick and tired." Yes, absolutely. What up? How you doing, brother? Absolutely. Hey, grab a seat, grab a seat. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, grab a seat right there. We'll uh, switch to the uh, boom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on in. Come on in. We already started live. We started a little bit early. But, yeah, grab that center seat. And Rugrats, grab some corner seats. A seat over there. seat over there. You'll be able to see it all. All right. Just, yeah. Look at that, bang. Boom. All right. Yeah, no, you got to do what you got to do. Absolutely. So, all right. Well. Let's let's get started. Let's get started here. All right. So, okay, Bay. Uh, before we do get into uh, into uh, Elon Musk voting Republican for the first time ever in a historical special elections that took place last night, and uh, yeah, get it right up on that mic. Pull the mic. Yeah, yeah. Hey, let me unmute it. There we go. <laughs> hey, that'd be good for me, right? Boom. All right. I, I forgot how much more velvety my voice sounds when ah, it's closer dude. to the mic. How are you? All right. All is good? Pretty good, yeah. You, you uh, no, no problems making it in? No. All not right. at all. Not did, at all. Did you have to gas up? I'm sorry if you did. Yeah, yeah, but I drive <laughs> a Prius right now, so. Uh, yeah? How, how much do you get with the Prius? So, I get about 450 a tank, 10-gallon tank. So okay. So, I average about 45 a gallon, and uh, it used to cost me about $20, $22 to fill up. Yeah. It's literally double 
It's, it's like 40, mm-hmm. almost 50 bucks to fill it up. Really? Yeah. It cost me 50 to get half a tank today. Yeah. But see, we've got, because I got so many uh, kids. The youths. You know, my yeah. own fault, yeah. How many kids? I got four daughters. Okay, four yeah. daughters. My yeah. father says he's got four, do- four daughters, and I got three sisters. <laughs> you know, it's very, very weird math. I, I don't know yeah. how I'd feel about that if I were you. I love it. Yeah. I love it. But uh, the minivan, the, the minivan is the real killer. Oh, trying, I bet. Trying to go on a trip like that. The minivan. Yeah. All right, so here we go. All right, so uh, 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 Brad, let me just fill you in real quick. Uh, we are uh, Brad Maher, everyone. Good to have you, brother. Yeah, Absolutely. Thank you, thank you. All right, so uh, the the anyone ever brings up separation of church and state? Okay, have, mm-hmm. have you heard this before in yeah, any discussions? Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So Charlie Kirk, I ran into this this account, Charlie Kirk. Follow him on Twitter. He is the founder and president of the TPUSA, okay? Also host of the Charlie Kirk Show. But the TPUSA is Turning Point USA, and it's a student movement for freedom. So they go to all of the colleges, okay? And they go on these, these campuses that are definitely uh, w- with a leftist bias, and they have conversations and interviews. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty intelligent people. So Charlie is having one of these question and answers with the crowd. There's some youths, there's some olds, whatever. And so this gets brought up. Let's go to the video on this one. So recently I posted on my Instagram story, why do we say to pray for our schools and yet prayer isn't allowed inside the school? And I got a response saying, because of separation between church and state. Bingo, right? So that's what you always hear. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, there's a separation of church and states. Well, check this out. Charlie nailed this one. Plus, not everyone is a Christian. So my question for you guys is how would you respond to that statement? Yes, so you should respond. Say, hey, um, interesting comment. Can you dig up the clause or the amendment where separation of church and state is in the Constitution? Just send it back to me. It's, no, it's nowhere. It's a phrase that Thomas Jefferson used in a single letter to the Danbury Baptist Convention that is actually taken out of context. It was resurrected by the atheist secular movement in the 1960s and 70s by the Warren Court and the Burger Court to remove prayer in schools. The second thing you should send is send them the prayer that used to be in school. It was not a Jewish prayer. It was not a Christian prayer. And I'm paraphrasing, but you can look it up. It's very- it was actually a Muslim prayer. They leave this part <laughs> out. You know, it started off with, oh, look at our bargain. Right. Uh-huh. Very simple. I thank God that I am here today, that I pray for my classmates and my country and for the well-being of others. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. It was, it's a Unitarian prayer. It was not a Christian prayer. It wasn't a Muslim prayer. It was a Unitarian prayer. And it wasn't even mandatory. In fact, what it was doing, it was trying to get students to take a pause and realize that there's a vertical relationship to their existence. So you should ask a question, hey, just uh, wondering, should we remove mentions to God in our founding documents too? Because then they'll say, well, there is no mention to God. Well, then how would you say to ordain the blessings of liberty? Who are we ordaining it to exactly? Ooh. <laughs> Charlie Kirk's good. Who is ordaining it? Who is ordaining yeah. it? Right, Brad. Zeus? <laughs> Zeus. How about the four mentions of God in the Declaration of Independence? Laws of nature and nature is God. We do, we do, we do swear this oath to, our ch- to each other and our creator. And so these, the, we've been kind of hypnotized to believe in this lie of separation of church and state. What it does say, but it's miscategorized, is that Congress shall make no law. What are they talking about? Make no law having a, an official state religion and also make no law abolishing religion or the church mm. it's, it's, it's inverted the exact opposite so yeah i, I, I mean absolutely just nailed it charlie kirk nailed it of turning point usa like and i agree with that you know there, there should be no uh, official like say one day you know boom hey uh you know we have just been overrun by a group of amazing wonderful americans who are muslim okay yeah sure so be it would you want them saying, okay, well, your official religion is, uh, is uh, let, let's go with, uh, I don't know, Sharia law, right? I, I wouldn't like that. So here, here's something a lot of people forget about, right? What's so that, Brad? You got to remember the perspective of the people who wrote the Constitution, uh-huh. who framed it. Uh, there were 13 independent colonies at the time. 
right? And they were not all of the same religion. You had Quakers and Shakers, you had Unitarians, you had Protestants, you had Anglicans, you had Pil you know, all these different types of people. You had people from, uh, you had Dutch immigrants up in uh, New Amsterdam, New York. Uh, you had English immigrants, you had folks from all over, right? And what they were most concerned about when they were trying to get all the 13 states together to resist the British as a single unified body, they needed to make allowance for these states to continue governing themselves as they saw fit. That's why we have a federal system. That's why the, the majority of the power is supposed to devolve to the lowest level. That's right. Uh, right. I mean, like, look at our 10th and 14th Amendment. Hey, uh, if there is no law right. at the federal <laughs> then it, level, then it devolves mm -hmm. to the states. Then the state. And, and then that's were, not at the state, at the local there level. There were several actually established religions of different states, different colonial states at the time. Massachusetts had an official religion. They were Puritan. You know, I mean, some of these states had official religions recognized by their local governments. Mm -hmm. And what they were afraid of was that by joining this union of states, that they would be giving power to some greater federal government that would then come in and tell them how they had to worship, which is exactly why they left England to begin with. Another thing we forget so, often is it, it is the states that created the federal government and not right. the other way not around. Not the other way around. Right. You know. Did you know, and Bay, this is interesting, I, I ran across this the other day. So uh, Canada, mm -hmm. okay, was asked to be the 14th state, okay, when everything was going down. And they're like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but could you imagine if they said yeah instead of nah? Well, didn't, uh, didn't Benedict Arnold, wasn't there something involved with Benedict yeah, Arnold? Yeah, and we, we thought about invading Canada I know, and General I know. Green and all that. I don't know. <laughs> I know. It would have been something. Anyway. We would have had that uh, Did we, you, we did you had see that the pipe Prime Minister? Did you see uh, Nathan, uh, Trudeau, Justin Trudeau? Trudeau. Yeah. yeah. Trudeau talking about how uh, Canadians, yeah, we have a long history of gun ownership in Canada. Uh -huh. I, can't, I can't do a Canadian accent. <laughs> but these guys have a long history of responsible gun ownership. They can use them for going to the range. They can use them to hunt with. But what they don't have a right to, and he very explicitly said this publicly, I can't, I, I can't even imagine how that would play if it happened in the U.S. He said, Canadians do not have the right to use a gun for self-defense. Yeah, isn't that something, right? What? Can, yeah, can you, this was two yeah. days ago, yeah. yeah. The Prime <laughs> Minister of Canada got on public television and mm -hmm. said, Canadians do not have a right. He said, you can't, it's not in our documents. It's not in our Constitution. You can't find it anywhere. You know, Canadians don't have a right to use a weapon for self uh, use a gun for self-defense. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, wow. Says the guy who's surrounded by, you know, yeah. security yeah. Uh -huh. with what for self-defense? Yeah. Guns. Right. <laughs> that's crazy. But yeah, I, I thought that would be uh, I thought that was interesting what Charlie the final was saying. thing is say, hey, hold on a second. Separation of church and state. Where were you trying to make sure the state wasn't getting in the church during covid? Where were you trying to say that the state couldn't <laughs> shut down the church with vaccine mandates, mask mandates or lockdowns? It's like all of a sudden you're super worried about separation of church and say, oh, no, 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 you want the state and the church, but you're worried that God might be mentioned in a state-run school? Maybe you're running a state-run religion, not worried that people might actually have some sort of prayer in our schools. That's how I would respond to that. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of these people, uh, it, is, um, it is government is their religion, okay? And, so, and that's, that, that's, a, that's who they pray to. Oh, please, please, Lord government, give me money yep. every month that mm -hmm. I don't have to work for and some rich person or middle-class person will pay for. Well, you know. Well, lower class. Wasn't, yeah. wasn't James Madison somewhat instrumental in the crafting of our founding documents? And yeah, yeah, Madison. I believe in one of these letters, since they're using Jefferson's letters mm -hmm. you know, to talk about the separation of church and state, I believe Madison said something in one of his letters about how the whole system of government that we've developed is designed for a moral, virtuous, and religious people. And that if we don't have our virtue that's rooted in our religious underpinning, we're going to run it right off the rails. All I know is Madison, fifth president, had a wife, Dolly Madison, and <laughs> makes amazing ice cream. Amazing. <laughs> I just knew she saved a picture of George. That's right. That's right. That's all I remember. That's right. <laughs> When the British, the British are like, oh, we're going to yeah. burn this down. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yes, Elon Musk votes Republican for the first time in this historic special election. So, Bay, yesterday, mm -hmm. okay, uh, my future wife won an uh, unthinkable election. She became the first Republican in, in a century and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, 150 years plus to win an election in, uh, for the House of Representatives 
in South Texas. You talk about Camille. <laughs> she, <laughs> she has uh, one very famous voter who, uh, yeah, casted his ballot for her. And who was that? Elon Musk, Tesla CEO, and soon perhaps if the if if, uh, if all goes according to his plan, also uh, owner operator of Twitter. <laughs> and, and just to point out, even Elon still only gets one vote. Right, that's right. Just one vote. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Musk celebrated her vis- uh, victory uh, Tuesday nights. Here, do you want to see what she looks like? Uh, there she is. How you doing? No. <laughs> I, I'm already on. Follow at Joe Padula. Uh, yeah, so uh, Myra Flores. Uh, here's her Twitter, by the way, before we get into this. Just so you can uh, see what she sounds like, see what she looks like. Too many, the borders of our politics. But for me, it's about my life. I'm Myra Flores. I was born in Burgos, Tamaulipas, Mexico. Now I am living my American dream. She is the first person to be born in Mexico and now a member of Congress. Uh Uh-oh. AOC's got a challenger. And guess what? She's a Republican. Mm -hmm. Right. How about that for diversity? Oh, are they ain't talking about that. No, nothing? of course not. Oh, huh, this is my first time hearing of her. Hey, do you know what party was uh, the first black congressman with? <laughs> Thank Republican. Oh, mm-hmm. they were yeah, with I, us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why, though. You know what the first black senator in America party affiliation was? Well, it was a Republican. I mean, just saying. But let's go back to my future wife here. (laughs) The liberal policies from Washington are tearing our community apart. As a wife of a Border Patrol agent, I pray for his... She's already married, Joe. Wait. (laughs) Dude with the beard. That guy? Yeah, her dude is a Border Patrol agent, so uh, It it didn't say that in Wikipedia. (laughs) Back it up. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. Damn it. Spouse. Damn you, John Vallejo. <laughs> this is war. Call Tommy, see if he can do something. Yeah, Tommy, do you know John Vallejo? <laughs> Safety now more than ever. I'm Myra Flores, and I approve this message because we must secure our borders and keep... Great, now I gotta put our family on... Safe. I gotta put on 40 pounds of grow a beard. Great. <laughs> because we must secure our borders and keep our family safe. Too many? There you go. So that's what she looks like. That's what she sounds like. Don't worry about the husband. He's just a speed bump. (laughs) But nonetheless, uh, yeah. uh, You're going to get deported back to Newark if you keep talking like that. I'll tell you what. I'll go to her hometown of Mexico if she's got a sister there. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, Sorry, kids. That one's that one's of age. Okay, she's okay. she's eighteen. My, my bad. This my one, bad. I didn't, enough to hear it. I'm just talking about like <laughs> dancing and stuff, mm-hmm. right? Well, Taking her to the prom, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, Musk. He said, okay, uh, that a massive red wave was coming for the Democrats in November. "Quote: I voted for Myra Flores, first time I ever voted Republican." Massive red wave in 2022. That's what he said there. And uh, I think his tweet is right there to confirm it. Boom. And, uh, and yeah, uh, as we went over yesterday, yesterday we did a little uh, 2022 prediction and 2024 prediction and how to survive in the meantime. Sure. Okay. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, again, don't get complacent, but this is the beginning of it. All right. As, as continue... Approval of 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 this guy Joe Biden continues to drop. As we look at civics, civics is is fantastic. Brad, do you, do you know civics much? I don't. Uh, you mean he ain't no. doing a good job? Well, is it, uh, like a database. See, sort of a- civics is great. They use registered voters, uh, mass numbers. You know how most polls are about a thousand person poll. Do you know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. Low well, sample size, low reliability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Well, the way civics does it is. Like uh, currently on this Joe Biden job approval is that uh, 213,000 pulled, okay, of uh, registered voters. Not likely voters. These are registered voters. And it's got their information. And his disapproval rate is at 56%, 33% approval rates. Mm. 33. A historic number never seen for a commander in chief at this time. Of their presidency. 
And here, and what I love about it too, it does it by age, it does it by states, it does it by parties. Like, look, you know, of course the Democrats, right? You, you, you know, there, there's gonna be a high approval. But look, even amongst Democrats, it's at they, 70% approval. How far back does their data go? I, I'd like to see his numbers stacked up against some, some nobody president from the 1800s, like. Oh, I, I, I wish I could, I wish I could. That'd be hilarious. I don't, th I don't think the internet was created back then. had worse numbers than like than Buchanan. Or Buchanan or something like that. Well, this guy is the Buchanan. Yeah. You know, and what happened right after Buchanan when uh, Lincoln got elected? Civil War. But yeah, look, I mean, so Biden's approval rating was at 91% for Democrats. Yep. Right? 91. It gets started. It, it is at a 70% approval rating amongst 20 Democrats. Points. Unbelievable. Year. Right. But so you know how it is. Tribal. People really stick to their, their favorite baseball team. Except some are becoming, the Met fans are now becoming Yankee fans. But it's the independents that we got to look at. Let's go to the civics. Click on independent. This mm. is where you will have your difference maker in, in elections. And we're talking about across the board, not just federal. But usually the way of, of, the, of how the presidential election or approvals are going is how your midterms are going to roll out. Amongst independents, a 21% approval. 66 disapprove. That's crushing. That is the difference maker. Because you know it's going to be on the Republicans, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just going to be, right, 96% disapproval, 2% approve. One of those people is Liz Cheney out of Wyoming. <laughs> but it's Mitt the, Romney's the other one. That's right. It's yeah. the independent that is going to really make the difference when it comes to the elections. And that independent number of 21% approval. And you got 13% neither approve or disapprove. And you know what a lot of that's going to run to, and I think you're going to see it play out in a lot of local politics as well. Um, you know, I'm, I'm running for an office right now, too. We can talk about that later. But the point is, I think what you're going to see here is that a lot of these independents who may have voted Democrat, they might not be motivated to even come out and vote. A lot of Democrats might not even be motivated to come out and vote. I, I don't know. It's just I see the people who are tribally affiliated, Republican, Democrat, hardcore, hardliners, mm -hmm. they're going to come out and vote. Um, but who's got, the, who's got the greater momentum there? And then the folks that were sitting on the fence, they're like, I really don't like this guy, but I don't like the options. Uh, forget about it. I'm just going to watch a show today or something. You, you know, know the, today, so. it's, I don't know. I think there's going to be some of those. But when it comes down to it, people, some are hurting now. And I hate to say it, more hurt is on the way. Yeah, it is. I, I thought that was more jobs. <laughs> Ain't that what they say? Yeah, that's what, that's what he said, more jobs and uh, <laughs> least new. deficit ever. But retail and auto sales are down. Layoffs announced. A recession is in the works. Yeah. And they want to push electric cars. Okay. Mm -hmm. Zero hedge. They reported this uh, this morning on a number of stats that don't look good at all. May, the month of May, retail sales down amid record low consumer sentiment, crashing asset markets, and tumbling saving rates. It is no surprise that May retail sales were a disappointment. But the 0.3% plunge was remarkable relative to a 0.1% expected rise they were expecting it to rise it plunged mm -hmm. and you saw what the fed did today right yeah they raised uh, 0.75 yeah when they had told everybody for the last three months that they were only going to do 0.5 right and then they did 0.75 so the interest rates yeah. 0.75 has been like that since 94 <laughs> auto sales dropped 3.5 percent in may Reinforcing data that from uh, this is Ward's Automotive Group that showed uh, sales dropped the most since August in the month. Meantime, spending at the gas stations rose four percent. And guess what? With the gas on the price, people are now using the credit cards. Mm -mm -mm. Now they're using the credit cards. Mm -mm. Savings are down. People's savings are down, and a recession looms. The control group used in the, the GDP calculation printed blank 0, 0.0. Additionally, he, 
If things drop one more month in a row, that is officially a recession. Yep. It's going to happen. What is it? Two quarters in a row is a recession. Right. Yeah. Of course, you're going to hear the legacy media saying, hey, recession's a good thing. It's it's a reset. Right. It, it can only go up. <laughs> well, I think their big narrative now is uh, be happy about the high gas prices and the uh, attack on fossil fuels because it's going to transition us to the green energy economy. <laughs> right. Well, well, Bay and I were talking about this uh, before before we went live. So the big push for the electric cars. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I just don't have the sixty thousand dollars. No. I, I don't have the $10,000 for the home charging station. No. Nope. I, I don't have the double the monthly bill for electric, you know, electric, electricity for powering at home. And I also want to ask you this. Do you have the lack of common sense to trade in a gas-burning vehicle for a vehicle that's run off, recharges using electricity that's made by burning oil and coal? Right. <laughs> like, I, I just don't have it. Come on. Believe you me, I, I, I am all for renewable energy if it works yep okay Nuke, nuclear power nuclear is the, the way to go the new nuclear also this this these tidal like waves yeah, yeah okay tidal power plants yeah unbelievable and it's all in the near future so the efficiency of the hydro the tidal and, and nuclear power plants i had to do a whole thing on that in grad school and, and nuclear is the way to go you you couldn't cover the whole state of texas with solar panels and power the united states right you, just couldn't just couldn't um they're just not efficient enough and, and i'm okay with, with with like if i could put solar panels on my roof and the whole bit mm -hmm. absolutely i'm okay with that you know self-sufficient myself no doubt cut down on my cost mm -hmm. large scale though industries different story but for the push for the vehicles so this on the screen is jennifer granholm she's the secretary of energy She's the one that laughs mm -hmm. when, when people interview her and say, uh, why can't you guys help lower prices? <laughs> How can we help lower prices? Right. Well, she's suggesting, of course, you know, to go get electric vehicles. Again, I don't have the 60000 I'm, I'm sure you don't and all, everything else that we talked about. <laughs> In a clip tweeted by the RNC yesterday, Grant Holt, she made a case for going electric to combat surging gas prices again. And um, yeah, here, let, let's, take a, let's take a listen to what, uh, what she had to say. If you filled up your EV by charging and you filled up your gas tank with gasoline and you have the same size tank, you would save $60 per fill up by going electric rather than using gasoline. So it's very compelling case. But again, to your point, we want to bring down the price at the point of purchase. Yeah, I don't have that. I'm telling you, Joe, the only Thing that I can imagine allows these people to stand up there and say these things with a straight face is that they truly think the majority of us are just morons. <laughs> they, they have so little respect for the right. intellect of the common person. Do you know what the percentage of the U.S. is is owner of uh, of electric car right now? What, like maybe seven percent? Two, two. Okay, well, at least a single digits. I was in the single digits. Two point three yeah. percent yeah. of America are are the electric cars. Now, so she says this, right? And you go, why? What? Big push, big push on electric. I get it. Well, she's worth about $8 million, by the way, according to Forbes. And she recently served also as a director on a, on a board of an electric car company called Proterra. Oh, so she guessed that. Okay. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying here? She's got some skin in that game. Mm. Hey, but and notice they don't push the Teslas. Yeah. When, when this administration last summer had the electric vehicle summit at the White House. Oh, yeah. Guess what they didn't invite? Yeah, they called out Ford and all those guys. Right. They didn't say anything about Tesla. They didn't invite yeah. Elon Musk or Tesla. You know why? Who has the most and sells the most electric cars in this country. <laughs> you know why. Oh, we know why, Bang. <laughs> Twitter knows why, too. <laughs> now, in May, she also exercised stock options in the company. Proterra? Pocketing about $1.6 million from transaction. Oh. Yeah, that's according to a, a, an energy department spokesperson. According to Kelly Blue Book, the average cost of electric vehicle, 56000 
$437, which is approximately $10,000 higher than the uh, industry average, including electric and gas cars. So yeah, just follow the money always. These people, uh, and I get it. I, I, listen, you make a car that saves me money. I'm not talking about checkers. I'm playing chess here. Right. I got I got monthly electric <laughs> bills to pay. Okay. I, I'm okay with getting. You know, uh, Brad, you bring up the Prius. That's yeah. that's a great option. It's a great here. This is an option. This thing's a 2010 Prius. The the primer, the clear coat's peeling off. Oh, of is it? it? Yeah. It's got over 200,000 miles on Does it. it really? Still on the original battery pack. Wow. So, yeah. And that's another thing with like these electric vehicles. Once that battery dies, oh, okay. <laughs> that's it. And you know, most of them are, I mean, heavy on lithium. Right? Yeah. And where does all that come from? Where do we get that lithium from, Brad? Hmm. Gosh, let me think. Oh. One of the stand, oh, Afghanistan. Afghanistan yeah. and China. And China. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. So just saying, just saying. Yeah, so uh, bad numbers, but hey, hang in there. All right? But this administration's also blaming uh, the... Uh, uh-oh, new game? New blame game? Yeah, they're blaming the oil companies, babe. I thought it was Putin. I thought it was Putin also. I, I, I just saw that. <laughs> one of your one of your commenters here, I think, is, made a comment about uh, what I said with covering the state of Texas with uh-huh. solar panels. Uh, Elon Musk said he could power the world with about 1,500 acres of, of land full of solar panels. Those would have to be uh, solar panels that are maybe like 310% efficient. Well, I, I'll tell you. You know, I saw this one thing, and uh, if we should go to war, I say we go to war over the Sahara Desert. The amount of energy, if you mm-hmm. want to go solar, that's yep. where you go. Yep. You go to the Sahara Desert. All right, let's listen to... Uh, we are... we are. Call- She's out of her league, by the way. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, uh, what's her name? Jean-Pierre? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. She's out of her league. Is it is it bad to say that I miss... Uh, Saki? Lucy. Yeah, uh, Peppermint Patty? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Peppermint Patty, yeah. Calling on them to do the right thing, to be patriots here, uh, and not to use the war uh, as an excuse or as a as a reason uh, what, oh, uh, to not. The price has been going up. The price has doubled before Putin even stepped into any other country. For crying out loud. Not put to not put out a production, not to not do the capacity that is needed out there, uh, so that the prices can so that the prices can come down. We are we are calling on them to do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jester, Jester says, what's up, Jester? How you doing? Biden shut down the Keystone Pipeline it, the first day. He got enough. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, weeks later, okay. Anwar, Alaska. Do you know how much out of Anwar, okay, would, would just provide this? It, I mean, Keystone is 900,000 barrels a day flowing into the U.S. Mm-hmm. from Alberta, Canada. All right. Anwar, you're talking about 1.1 million barrels coming in from Anwar, Alaska. Biden, what did he do? Pause, pause all Anwar, Alaska. Because of the caribou. The caribou! Was it the caribou? The caribou! (laughs) Love reindeers. Uh. Right. And the, uh, it's funny, the, I forget the title, but the, the, the leader of the Alberta province in Canada said, if, this was never shut down. It would have been completed eight days ago. <laughs> that pipeline would have been up and running today. Mm-hmm. Right. Instead, we're dealing with this. Texas, the fracking. The fracking in Pennsylvania. And the fracking got such a bad name. Such a bad name. Why? Because they want us not to be energy independent. They want us to be globalists. Yeah. They don't want us to be self-sufficient. Yeah, I know. Well, there's something about uh, didn't the Biden administration pull? Uh, they they stopped issuing permits, new permits for uh, drilling and pumping on federal well, land. Here's what happened with that one. So <laughs> they give them these permits, and they tried blaming like, listen, we we got three thousand permits, open permits. They the o- no, yeah, the oil company looked at the land, okay, and they said, no, it's not worth it. There's not oil here. There's not enough oil here. To get to where you give us permission to drill, we won't make any money. Why would we do that? That's a bad business deal. And all the while, they're going, well, these evil oil companies. These evil oil companies. 
They hate them so much because they know if we are energy independent, we don't need the world. Well, and, and it's a multi-pronged attack. I mean, they're attacking us, the consumers, trying to push us toward the EV type stuff. But if they can attack the oil companies and make them less profitable as well, it's, it's a double-pronged attack on the entire fossil fuel industry. Yeah. Um, China would make so much bank off of the batteries that mm -hmm. we have to buy on oh, these cars. And, absolutely. And don't, don't, don't ever think that, that Biden and China are not connected. <laughs> Where's Hunter? Yeah. <laughs> well, look at this. Looks like uh, because of prices going up, too, you're going to see crime increase. Look what's happening in the Ohio Police Department. This is this is knucking futz. Ohio Police Department mm. forced to cut back on patrols. Why? Gas. Gas price. Ohio Police Department is being forced to cut back on these patrols, okay, because of the nation's soaring gas prices. This is uh, South Zanesville. I stayed there. I stayed in Zanesville, Ohio. It's real shit all. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Police chief over there, Mark Ross, shared the news during an interview today and said, uh, we're not as visible as we normally want to be. Uh, we'd like to move around through our village and let people see us. Approximately 2,000 people live in South Zanesville. Yeah, I was in Zanesville, not South Zanesville. And the stationary patrol method is a response to cut costs despite increases in the department's budget. So, yeah, we're going to be over our budget if it continues, he uh, went on to say. And you think this is just in Zanesville. This is going to be happening all around the country. Hmm. Because budgets have been passed, and now they're on a fixed income, yeah. these cities yeah. and counties. Well... And so are regular stores that project the cost of goods that they're going to purchase a quarter in advance, right. their inventory and things like that. Such and, as and, supermarkets. Yeah, supermarkets, right. exactly. And this, this filters down because it affects every aspect of the economy. Energy prices equals increase in transportation costs, shipping costs, everything. There is a, uh, there is a business who's like, we're fed up with some of these state rules and laws. Caterpillar. You know Caterpillar, right? Mm -hmm. Construction. They also got a NASCAR, I think, right? Yeah, when I played the video game, I used to use that one all the time. They've got a company in San Diego. We uh, we flew out on a mission trip with the church a couple of weeks ago to uh -huh. Mexico. Stopped in San Diego, and there was a Caterpillar company there that, um, like, uh, solar drilling or something like that. It was it was an interesting little uh, placard, but it was a Caterpillar company. Okay. Subsidiary. So they're into a lot of different things. Well, they're moving their headquarters from Chicago to Texas. They're like, we're done. We're done. Texas. Texas. That's right. It's the latest big company moving its headquarters from crime-ridden Chicago to greener pastures in Tejas. And it's also known as Texas. That's a quick shout-out to my girl there, Maya. <laughs> Stupid husband. Maybe they'll relocate to her district. They got the... Uh, so... It's, it's Illinois' loss, but Texas' gain. But blue states are, uh, are running out of, uh, out of uh, the geese to lay golden eggs, is what they're saying. So, yeah, they're done. Caterpillar's like, yeah, yeah, just listen. They just, t taxes are too much. I'm sorry. It's a huge deal for Illinois. Caterpillar uh, is, is part of the state's identity, too. So, yeah, sorry. What do they even have left up there now? Crime. <laughs> yeah, they, they got a uh, they got the monopoly on crime up there. Handgun homicides, mass shootings yeah. that you don't hear about. Yeah, but yeah, that's all right. It's unbelievable. Speaking of Texas, though, remember this? Yeah. Right. Oh God, don't even get me started. Remember this? Yeah. Yeah, the the whipping, alleged whipping. Well, the Biden regime is going to punish the border patrol agents involved in that quote unquote whipping incident with the illegal Haitians entering the U.S. two months after the same agents were cleared of wrongdoing. Yep. Two months ago, cleared of wrongdoing. Right. Didn't hear a word about it, but yeah. I don't know. This is just anti-American Marxist right here. <laughs> oh, my God. So back in April, it was reported that the border agents uh, who were accused of whipping Haitian migrants last year have been completely cleared of all charges. I remember doing that show. It was fantastic. I mean, if you want, I got the video right here. Where are you, video? Now, that's Charlie Kirk. 
Here's the full video. You know, so you, you got your video evidence, okay, of what the hell happened. Even the guy that took the picture, you know, this famous picture, the photographer's like, what are you talking about whipping? He wasn't whipping. Right. This is a, this is a, uh, a rein to help guide the horse. Mm -hmm. Right. But here, back to, the, uh, back to the video. Here they are, crossing illegally into the U.S., creating a crime. See? This rein is used to control the horse, whether go left or right or stay. The cowboy uses it to control the horse and calm the horse down. You ever remember watching the old westerns when they'd be running really fast on their horse and they'd have the reins going side to side like that? That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. That's kind of Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of Hollywood. Know. My daughter's the, ri the horse rider, not me. So, yeah. Where is the exact moment of that picture? It's um, unreal. So, yeah. Um, no whipping, cleared of all charges, but they can't give it up. Isn't that crazy? It says a lot about the relationship between the senior Biden administration officials and the senior people inside some of their own departments. Like, can you imagine being a senior executive inside, you know, the Border Patrol Agency? You're part of this investigation. You go through the, the policy mandated requirements of the investigation. And these guys are cleared and then your superiors come in and say hey for political reasons we're going to throw you under the bus your investigation wasn't good enough we don't trust your work the border patrol union chief he sounds off on uh, reports biden will punish the agents involved in whipgate <laughs> so the president of the border patrol union chapter in del rio the, that sector slammed the biden administration after reports indicating that they found wrongdoing by agents accused of yes once a uh, quote-unquote whipping migrants in an interview with the daily caller so from the beginning they had been uh, convicted by the white house remember just the the next day kamala harris comes mm -hmm. out there takes a pause from cackling and says this is ridiculous this is uh, this is not who we are right 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 and then in between it, talking about space uh, right time. right yeah with the child actors yeah yeah so the national border patrol council president for del rio sector uh, john and anfinson it's a tough one said that the charges will be for administrative administrative violations rather than criminal misconduct violation of war okay <laughs> administration violations they just had to get some type of victory on this. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're far leftists. He was whipping. They need some punishment. Okay. Fine. Administration, administrative violations. So that means what? They didn't check the right block on a form Something. when they were filling out the incident report? All right. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So the horseback patrol, uh, border patrol agents... We're seeing in those images, blah, blah, blah. We all know that. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, there you go. As guys who used to wear a uniform in service to our government, I, I feel sorry. Could you imagine? Guys. Could you imagine? I, 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 I feel really Could you imagine? Oh, man. <sighs> we need some term limits, by the way. This should be. Wow. All right, Diane Feinstein right there, right? If the president's got him, why not? Why the hell? I think it's time. Is she the one that had a that she Trump had a said had a Chinese? No, didn't she? Trump said was she, uh -huh, she, had, she a had a driver spy for a driver mm -hmm. for like twenty years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There she is with Kennedy. Here's the thing. All right. If you have a picture of you and JFK, yeah. Okay. It's time to go. I think it's time that you should retire. He's not looking her in the eyes. Oh uh, no. I don't know. He likes a jawline. He likes okay. a jawline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there she is. What's up, girl? How you doing? Oh, what up? How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh, no. That's uh, a good one. That's pretty good. The Joe Biden zero cents. <laughs> Shouldn't it be S-E and S-E, though? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Bay, Jeff Hardy, wrestler. You know of him, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> he did. He did. Yeah. You know, they pulled guns on him. Of course. He's a wrestler. <laughs> Three police officers drew their weapons on professional wrestler Jeff Hardy during a traffic stop. This was in Florida. So the police pulled over Hardy's Dodge Charger. Nice. On the freeway after seeing the vehicle swerving all over the road. He's been arrested before, huh? Yeah. According to uh, police footage, and it's posted by TMZ, uh, they appear to shout instructions to Hardy, but upon approaching his vehicle, there was no visible response from him. After asking him a series of questions and putting him through a field sobriety test, police cuffed Hardy and arrested him for driving under the info. I want to see them pull the guns. Let's see what we got. 1813, So yeah, they received multiple calls. The uh, the officer proceeded to ask a series of questions. Blah blah blah. Okay, the officer notified Hardy that they'd received several 911 calls on him and proceeded to ask him where he was coming from and what his de- uh, what his destination was. I mean, to be, and I love the cops, but you don't have to tell them all that. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? I love the cops. Don't get me wrong. I'll wear that thin blue line all day, but Absolutely. you, you, you don't, you don't have to tell them where you're going. You don't always have to give up information on where you're going. No. To be honest, that's nobody's business. I'm a grown. Yeah, <laughs> but in their defense too, though, I mean, if you're driving so recklessly up I-95, yes. of all places, Listen, that it, multiple people are calling in. It will help your you know. cause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, if if you're driving like a jerk. Yeah. You'd be like, listen, I'm heading to the hospital. I'm, I'm having some type of... I mean, don't lie. Mm-hmm. If this is what's really happening. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. tell them. Mm-hmm. Be like, I'm not telling you my destination, but my heart's about to explode. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Hardy said that uh, he was coming from North Carolina and going to North Carolina. Wow. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. Step out of the car, sir. Get out of the car, sir. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Jeff. I mean, I know I-95 is confusing depending on where you are, but... Well, he also appeared to uh, be confused when asked where his wallet was. Uh, Let's take a look. I'm getting an update now. It looked like he was going to pull over. 1109, is the vehicle pulled over yet? Yeah, they got the guns out, huh? They sure do. Oh, he's not even in park yet. Wait, so did the car just move? Yeah. Oh, no, he pulled over and didn't put it in park? (laughs) Oh, yeah, because there's the brake lights. Brake lights go. The, oh, come on, Jeff. That dude's a hot mess right there. I got those guns pulled on him, huh? He was a good wrestler, too. The Hardy, Hardy bro, the Hardy Brothers. boys, Hardy Brothers, yeah. yeah. Top rope, yeah. TLC yeah. matches. Yeah. Grew up on the Hardy boys books, yeah. I don't think that's this guy. Who is the other Hardy? I think it's Matt. Yeah, Matt Hardy. Yeah. Matt has some arrest issues, too. <laughs> I think they both did at one point of time. Do they pull him out? Yeah. Okay. Where are you coming from? North Carolina. And where is your final destination? So he admitted to drinking shots of any guesses? Fireball. You're, you're going fireball, <laughs> thing? Yeah, what do you say, know. Brad? Shots of? Tito's. Tito's? Uh, nobody really Whiskey. Knows shots of Tito's. Whiskey. So. Whiskey. He admitted to so doing shots of whiskey. When he uh, when he was asked to keep his uh, his head still and follow the officer's pen, you know when they do that one? Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like he stumbled forward and uh, nearly fell. I want to say that part. Oh, I guess. Oh, here we go. Oh, the big Jack shirt. Okay. Well, I want you to just stand on the white line and face him. He knows. The officer knows he's already arrested him. You know what I mean? The test is already over. It was just yeah. a walk from here to there. That's it. not even do that. 
the rest of this is yeah. just for uh, this is the, know, just, I call it this is for yeah the rest is for TMZ <laughs> yeah right more data nope there you go yep stagger I mean good for them though get them off the road yeah well, yeah like do, do, don't drink a drive together. whiskey can you put a little bit more together like this do you know what time it is in this video uh what eight 9.54 a.m. Hard charger. We'll run with that. What I want you to do is look at the very tip of my pen with your eyes and your eyes only. Oh, okay? is this the part? Don't move your head for any portion of this exercise. You understand so far? All right, try and open your eyes. Oh. Jay Mickelborgs goes, Jack. <laughs> there you go. They're having to hold him try up for his own safety. Oh. You can. I'd like to see your pupils. You understand so far? All right, try and open your eyes. Oh. Yep, there you go. Uh, uh, you good? Open your eyes why even continue it at this yeah, point? Nah. You know, going, going, going. <laughs> yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, Unreal. also unfortunate. We got to get moving too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got to get going. But next week, let's talk about the mission. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. So, Bay, uh, two weeks ago, Brad went into Mexico. Uh huh. Yep. Uh, did Did you see Uh, did you see Maya there? Mm, no. no, no, we were we were south of San Diego, like uh, Tecate, the place where the beer comes from. Yeah, they got the beer there, and they they went to build houses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I can't wait. Church mission. I great. can't wait to hear about the cartel fantastic. being. Hey, where's our fee? Yeah, no, we had good protection. We uh, I'm not sure how much extra it cost us, but we uh, had a good relationship apparently with the local uh, authorities. So it worked out well. Good. But yeah, next, we'll talk about it next week. Next Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I'm in. I'm in. Right uh, Bay, you got anything before we get out of here? <laughs> no, I'm good. Hey, thanks for allowing us to have a conversation, okay? And thanks for uh, keep the comments coming. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, hit those stars. There's now this stars option that really helps us out. So uh, appreciate that. And uh, we'll see you next time on the uh, Joe Padula Show, America's Party with a Purpose. Absolutely. It's the Joe Padula Show, Clarksville's conversation. Absolutely. Nonstop Vegas action has arrived. Oak Grove Gaming is now open. Experience a whole lot of Vegas fun, minus the flight, at Oak Grove Gaming. Spin and win big on over 1,300 of the latest and greatest games. Indulge and eat like a king at our four fantastic restaurants. Live it up at the lively bars and lounges. Conveniently located off I-24, exit 86, across from Fort Campbell. Just a quick spin away. Plus, now you can reserve your room for when our luxurious five-story hotel opens. For reservations and more exciting information, visit oakgrovegaming.com. That's oakgrovegaming.com. Oak Grove Racing, Gaming, and Hotel. So Vegas, so close. Must be 21. Gambling problem.